What are you going to do? Blog Talk Radio. When Blog Talk Radio interrupts you. Um, what are you going to do when the health department lady or man says, Hey, your um, cart needs a pink umbrella. We only want pink in this state because it attracts less bugs. Or they tell you they, they want the sinks deep enough that you can bathe a small child. Or they tell you that they would like you to have 15-inch rims that spin. What are you going to do? Well, we're going to find out tonight. It's Sunday night, and you're listening to the all-new HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio Show with Ben. Call in at 424-258-9364. Press 1 to go live and ask Ben a question. You wanted the best? You got it. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. I hold on so nervously. Well, we are alive and well. This is our second um, Street Food Vendor TV broadcast and Hot Dog Vendor Radio broadcast of the year. And I've got a bunch of questions that were submitted in. People asked me to ask. They didn't want to call in. And um, I expect some call-ins. We had scheduled a vendor that's got a kick-butt story, and I'm not going to ruin it by telling you, um, but an incredible story. And he will be on next week. He emailed me about um, 20 minutes before the show and said that he just couldn't do it tonight. So um, hopefully he'll be able to make it next week. I want to talk about some of this stuff, though. We are a live call-in show. So if we don't have call-ins, we don't have a show, really, unless I got just gobs of emails for the show. Um, But... I can start with the emails first, and and when you call in, you can dial 424-258-9364, press option 1, and that will take you to the um, live show. As far as it will show up if you press option 1 as, hey, I need to talk to you on air. Otherwise, you're just in listen-only mode, and you can stay that way. That's no problem. There's a bunch of people over there right now, and I'm excited to have you here tonight. I'm going to go ahead and get on with this. Um, I received several, and I'm going to start reading these. Um, This is, I've watched your videos all last month. I'm ready to build a cart, but I have a few questions about the biz before I take the plunge. I live in western Pennsylvania, and I was wondering if you know if I'm permitted to build a cart and if there are any special requirements. Also, do you know if I need to take the safe food course, as I am unsure if hot dogs are considered PHF? And do you have any thoughts on applying for a license as an individual, or should I consider an LLC? I truly appreciate your videos and advice. Um, if if he had he had watched all the videos, um, and, and I know there's a lot of videos, but there's a lot of information. If you want to be successful in this, the best way to do it is to is to increase your base of knowledge, and that's why I do the videos. That's why we do the show. It's why we do the the blog. Um, there, there's some, a really good article on the blog right now. And, and I know a bunch of people have already read it, but my point is, is inevitably in a couple of weeks, I'll get a question, um, that pertains to what I just put on the blog. So the blog is learnhotdogs.com. Well, this, these questions are answered on my videos. Now I do want to say, so I don't piss anybody off, obviously, um, we're going to get questions we've heard before. That doesn't bother me. Um, 
I pointed out in this case because it says, hey, I watched your videos. Thank you for them. They're awesome. How do I cook a hot dog? Or what is NSF? Well, then that means you didn't watch the videos, not even the first six. And so that's the part that kind of ticks me off. Just ask the question. Don't tell me you watched the videos then. Um, but it doesn't matter. I, I, you can tell I'm I'm a little pissy just because usually January I don't get gobs and gobs of emails. This January I have been inundated. I was talking to Jason last week and or over the weekend, and, and it was in just a, a mad amount of emails. But I don't mind them. I just have been surprised with the influx of questions and stuff. So I thought for a little while my site was down. You know, I said, well, good grief, the site must be down because they can't find these answers. Um, Here's what we're looking at. Um, The first question this gentleman asked is, you know, are there any special requirements for building a cart? Well, of course there are. In most states, they're going to have requirements. That's why they have food codes. They're going to want a food-safe cart. and But I teach you how to get that information. And and so you can definitely build one in most states. You'll just want to make sure you apply their code. So if their code says that the top and the sides need to be non-permeable um, materials that are non, non-toxic, food-safe materials, food-safe caulk, those kinds of things, You'll need to know that before you take the plunge into building. It says, also, do you need to know if I need to take the food safe course? I don't. Um, If Jason Brown was joining us right now, I would be able to tell you, yes, you have to take the food safe course because it's, um, it's required in this state or that state. Some states don't require it. Many states don't require it. So you're going to have to check. I've got the step-by-step instructions on my videos that'll tell you what to do, how to get that information. And I even cover getting a food safe or getting your food safe course done. Now, it's just a food handler's permit is what it is. It says, I'm unsure if hot dogs are considered PHF. Um, that's potentially hazardous foods is, is what that is, and I like the abbreviation. Um, the no, hot dogs in, are, are okay to serve in all states. Now, if you look at the NSF code, which NSF is a private company, and if you want to know more about them, go to benscarts.com forward slash NSF. But they're a private company. But they do make these little rules, and some states adopt those rules. But they consider hot dogs to be potentially hazardous, where some states don't, or most state most states no state that I know of can you not provide hot dogs from a cart. In fact, we've got customers in all 50 states, so I'm positive you can. They're licensed legal vendors. It says, um, do you have any thoughts on applying for a license? Should I consider an LLC? I've actually got, if you just type in LLC on the search box, you'll want to do that because it would take me too long to explain it here. But I talk about sole proprietorship, LLC, um, or just an, a normal incorporation. And I give you the differences, and I give you some advice, but it, it's, it's unlicensed, unprofessional advice as far as legally I cannot give you advice saying, hey, um, you need an LLC. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be the best. It's going to limit your liability. It's going to give you the most tax breaks. I'm not allowed to tell you that. 
Or if I do tell you that, I have to tell you, listen, I'm not a licensed anything, and and you'll need to seek a professional who can guide you. Now, there are many websites that do guide you because they've been written by accountants so or um, tax advisors or tax lawyers. So first check out those and see the videos I've got and the blog articles. You can search it on the search box on the right-hand side. Just search LLC, and it'll pull it up. Um. I think that's it. I think that was the only thing that he wanted, or the only things he wanted to know. Um, now, I do not know because I have no way of knowing because I'm here alone and I'm scared. But I don't know if everybody can um, see me, hear me, all that good stuff. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play a commercial and if you were on the chat room over at streetfoodvendor.tv, if you could tell me, say, yes, we can hear you, see you, whatever, I'm going to log into there real quick and see while I play this commercial. Hot Dog Saved My Life, the book. Everything you ever wanted to know about hot dog vending and probably some things you don't, available at benscarts.com forward slash book. Why spend 100 or more dollars when you can get it all for less than 30 bucks? Benscarts.com forward slash book. Get it, read it, and discover how you can cash in and change your life for good. Benscarts.com forward slash book. Well, uh, Mr. Wicked Dogs, I thank you for replying. I tried to type a message back, and it said, you're not logged in, and I don't. I don't remember, I don't know why I'd be logged out on my own site. So um, I didn't log in because I don't remember the password um, for that. And so I do thank you for letting me know that I'm loud and clear. Um, that helped me out through the rest of the show. Let's see. I have been on your site all day. Thank you so much for the very useful information. My husband is banquet che- um, chef at a private school and is off 10 weeks each summer. And I'm getting, I am a wedding coordinator we have two small children. We have worked together for many years, and we have been talking for a while now about starting a food cart. We have stumbled across your website. We are thinking of using a tax return money to get a cart. We are having trouble finding the Connecticut regulations. Do you have any suggestions that the website would have a list of regulations we would need to follow when purchasing a cart? Um, I actually have a video that will show you how to find it um, for Connecticut, and you can find that on the blog. Um, at learnhotdogs.com, but the simple the simple answer is get it get a um, open a web browser to Google and Google things like because different states call it something different hot dog vendor license Connecticut or abbreviate Connecticut or hot dog uh, street food vendor mobile food vendor try different combinations like that you will pull up something in the search that has a .gov at the end of it. So it may be this long string of code for a website, and then it'll say .gov. That's the easiest, because then you know you're on a government site. Um, And you'll be able to find it from there. Another really good way is to just call the health department and say, where can I get a copy of the codes, or where can I look them up online? Then you don't have to search it. Or you can call the state at the state level. Sometimes they call that the agriculture, 
and professional regulation. Some of them call it the health department. Um, some of them call it um, food and beverage management. So different states have different names for those departments, but you can call them and get that information. Um, let's see if there was another question on here. No, there's not. Um, she goes on to tell me that they're thinking of doing a gourmet dog of the day. That is perfect. Um, there's several vendors that do that. They may do a gourmet dog of the week or a dog of the day. But especially once you start building a crowd, people will get excited. Oh, my gosh, next Wednesday's the such and such dog, and it's going to be awesome. Which reminds me tonight, I am excited because um, I had a gentleman, and I'll have to look at the email to tell you where he's from. He, um, I want to say maybe Puerto Rico. Um, but anyway, I'll tell you in a little bit, who gave us one heck of a tip, and I'm going to share that with you tonight, and it should make you more money. It will make you more money if you use it. So don't you like easy stuff like that? That's what's so great about having the show is because I, I sit in a position where I'm able to hear from many vendors, and so we all have vendor friends, but because I have the, the Learn Hot Dogs blog, I hear from hundreds and thousands of not hundreds of thousands, but hundreds and thousands of vendors. Well, it's a lot of knowledge and a lot of experiences that come across, and I absorb what I can and then share that. That's why it's so awesome. It's also awesome that there is a you know that new forum. I haven't been there, and, and I, I probably should be slapped for not being over there um, recently, but there's the forum, streetvendorforum.com streetvendorforum.com, and it's fairly new, and they've got a lot of um, vendors on there. Um, I think there was, I don't know, 100 and something already on there, and it's new. So it may be that you could even grow your knowledge more by associating with others. You may be in the act of helping another vendor answer a question for them on Facebook or at streetfoodvendor.com. And you get there, and you go, um, you you put your answer, and they like it, and then somebody else puts an answer, and you go, oh, my gosh, I didn't think of that. That's how we grow the knowledge. That's how we share this. And and it's not like we're copying each other. We all are helping each other, and that's why this vendor sent this information into me tonight or today um, earlier that I'm excited to share with you. Now, this is another email. Um, this he says, I have a question for tonight's show. I'm from Michigan in a suburb just north of Detroit. And I'm getting everything set with my mobile plan review to submit to the health department. Upon my initial call to them, I was told that I could have either one sink and have extra utensils or four sinks on my cart. I know that there are four. They are super tiny. Yes, they, most carts are about five by six, you know, the, the sink size. So just enough to bathe a baby squirrel. And it says, do you have a personal preference? Yes, I do. My personal preference with sinks is, is to go bigger, the better. Um, you don't want four big ones because then it's not called a hot dog cart anymore. It's called a sink cart. But if you want a good, um, a, a good, look here, we got a, we got Jason, the love hot dogs coming in with us. Um, but, Anyway, what you will have is 
if you have a bigger sink, it's more useful. If your state requires four sinks, then you really can't do anything about it. But if my state said, hey, you can have one, two, three, four, we don't care. I'm going to go with one because one sink gives me a lot more room. I can actually, you know, um, bathe a small cat or something, and it's more handy to have. That's something I would look at um, doing if it doesn't matter. There is a benefit in some states to have the four little sinks because some states go, oh, you have four sinks? We don't care that you can't wash your dishes there. Um, We'll consider that a commissary. And some, even here in Tennessee, I've got a friend who got that done. He didn't have to have a commissary because he's got sinks on his cart. Um, I don't know how you'd wash a pan in one of those sinks, but it would be entertaining to watch him try. Um, Let's see. I was told that my commissary would require an overhang to park the cart. I don't know if Jason is like in a tornado. No, I'm holding my phone. Oh. Well, how's it going tonight? Uh, I'm just getting home. Long day? Long day. <laughs> you look happy. Was uh, it a good day? I'm looked. <laughs> it wouldn't, uh, I couldn't afford that mail over to the house computer. It just won't show up or something, so I figured I'll try it on my phone. Well, it's coming across pretty clear. I'm going to try and put it down here so you can see. There we go. Yeah, it's coming across pretty clear, Jason. Yeah. Anyway, this, this email says... Um, that I was told my commissary would require an overhang to park the cart under or be able to have my cart pulled into to protect it from the elements and clean. Um, no, I, I've – well, it says have I ever heard of that. Yes, I have. Some states, like South Carolina, re- want you to park it indoors, that it has to be parked indoors. Some states, like Tennessee, say, yeah, a tarp is fine. Just put a tarp over it. That's fine with us as long as, you know, it's not exposed to anything. Um, but my inspector told me, he goes, you know, if you got bird crap on it or something, I'm sure you'd clean it off before you went to work, wouldn't you? Well, yeah, I would. Well, that's com- that's the common sense approach, and some states don't do the common sense approach. And it's not that Tennessee is special-er um, than anyone else, because they're certainly not. Um, they have, they, they've been on, they've got some stupid laws, too, so, or stupid codes, now my screen looks like it's gone, but I, hopefully y'all can all still hear me. Is it best to just proceed as they ask and find a location that has an overhang or area out of the elements to park the cart? Oh, so you're saying that this they're wanting you to park the cart when you're working the cart? This is where a pop-up tent may be handy. Some states do require that, and you could do a pop-up tent. Some say that the nine-foot umbrella is good enough. So I would just check with your inspector. And then if they say something ridiculous, like that you need bug screen around it and it's got to be a certain color and they want it facing northeast all the time, then I would ask to see the code. If you're listening and you're going, well, I've run into this before, I've run into this before. Tonight we're going to discuss those things. We're going to discuss how to how, how to resolve these problems when you hear batshit crazy stuff coming out of the mouths of inspectors. Um, okay, that was really the end of 
that question. I don't think there's any other question. I'm going to take a quick short break, and we'll be back in a second. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000 at buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. If you want to roll with the big dogs, you need a cart that you can rely on. There's no better way to know your equipment than to build it yourself. Buildacart.com. You want to rock your world? Build this cart. Build it and they will come. Buildacart.com. And I've got one more for you. We here at Hot Dog Vendor Radio would like to welcome all street food vendors. We promise we won't point fingers and make fun of you if you don't sling a weenie or two. And we won't make fun of you if you don't have your hands on an ample supply of hot steamy buns. We love all street food vendors, and that's why we're here. So come one, come all. Join us live every Sunday night at 8.30 p.m. for HTVR, Hot Dog Vendor Radio. You'll be glad you did. We promise. You show up to our show, and we'll make you happier than a woodpecker in a lumberyard. And um, obviously the show time is now 9. We're testing it out, trying it on. Um, right now it's feeling good, and it, it has helped some vendors out west be able to catch the show live. And so that was part of the reason. Um, Jason, how was your week? Uh, I missed a couple of days. We didn't work yesterday because we had rain. So we went from, uh, what, sixes and negative five and negative nine to uh 60 yesterday wow that's warmer than it got here we got to 52 i think yesterday we're 60 and an inch and a half of rain wow crazy absolutely crazy how's everybody doing i'm i'm doing good um Corey messaged me and said he wasn't going to be able to be here tonight he was going to listen but he wasn't able to join in he, um, yeah, he he didn't had a long week, man. he didn't shave or something. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that sucks. Um, well, I'll um I'll have to get a hold of him. I didn't even hear about that. Yeah, it's uh, I think it was like not quite a week ago, and uh, actually it was uh, last week. It was Monday morning. Wow. Uh, I think he's a little busy with you know arrangements and such. Oh, but, absolutely, absolutely. I didn't know anything about it. Well, um, we love you, Corey, and we'll be thinking about you. Um, you're um, you're missed, and um, take care of your family, and we'll be here. And if you need us, holler. Okay, my phone is set up. Um, listen to this. Maybe you've heard of this, Jason. This is from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. How's that for a hillbilly trying to pull off Spanish accent? Um. It says, I recently watched all of your videos, great material. I've got something that may interest you. There's a product called Roller Bites, R-O-L-L-E-R-B-I-T-E-S, Roller Bites. They are hamburgers, and we've talked about this, but we didn't didn't know they existed. I never knew this existed. They are hamburgers. They're pre-cooked and shaped just like a sausage or a hot dog. They come in a variety that include beef, Angus beef, beef and cheddar, beef and jalapeno, beef and jalapeno and cheddar, um, they were designed to be used with roller grills, but they work great in steam pans. Uses the same buns as your hot dogs, and it simplifies your inventory. Here in Puerto Rico, the carts are using them with great success. Um, that is interesting. I went and looked them up. 
you can order them right online, or you can get them through your food supplier, or you may be able to go to Sam's and say, hey, can you get this for me? You may be able to go to your grocer and get them directly in, in the case lot, but they're pre-cooked. They're, all you're doing is reheating. And if you're, um, you're allowed to do sausages, these are just like all-beef dogs. You should be able to do these just the exact same way because it's an all-beef hot dog. That's what it is, except it's going to taste like a hamburger. Ew. I don't know. I think it is things at Seven Eleven on the roller grill all day, man. Well, the, the, on a roller grill, that's a whole different deal. But yeah. um, I, I can tell you this: if I go to the convenience store, and we have Weigels here, um, and that's the you know the common name of the convenience store, and I go in and they have those. If you catch them right when they are doing them, or you know they haven't been there half a day, like the Tokitos or Tornados. I can eat the piss out of those. I buy Alka-Seltzer and like four of those and a big jug of Diet Pepsi. <laughs> oh, man. But it's how I keep my figure. So I I think this is an excellent tip. This is from Juan and in Puerto Rico. Thank you so much for sending it in. I would like to know if any of y'all try this. If y'all go out and find the roller bites, you can buy them online um, by the case. I looked it up before the show. If you do, let us know. I want to know, or if you already are trying them or doing them, let us know. But I looked at them. They look delicious. And here's the, the weight, basically, like a cheddar, I mean, a, um, a beef and jalapeno. Jason is roughly 7 to 1. It's actually like a 6.8 to 1. And... So you you have a decent looking, um, a decent looking size. You know, I mean, I serve eight to ones now on hot dogs. This is bigger than that, and you can do, and they have breakfast ones, which is brilliant. And it comes to about eighty cent a piece, not counting anything else, no bun, no nothing. I'm talking about just the cost. Now I'm sure you can buy them cheaper. I just found them online and pulled up a price. I would imagine you can probably buy them for forty cent, thirty cent. I would be interested to see if anybody tried out. You know I, who called me this week, Jason? Um, you remember Larry in Florida that had the the rough runny go at getting started? I mean, like yeah. a year of hell and torment. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He didn't give up though. No, he didn't give up, and he <laughs> he's just doing kind of a breakfast thing. But he worked. He called me. Goes just got done for the day. Sold out by 1 o'clock. He goes, now I started at 8, and I was serving little breakfast sandwiches and stuff. He goes, but I was done by 1, and I had made right at $1,000. And I went, congratulations. That is that is fantastic. Um, and it's because he kept at it. It's because he kept at it. He found a spot. I mean, this this is the guy that got ticketed. $350 one time for for being in the wrong location. Um, I mean, he's been he's been through it all. Cops roll up, tell him to leave, and he never gave up. And even when he was making $30 a day and, and was having to move the cart constantly to, to, to meet their codes, he kept looking. He started thinking outside the box. He used some of the tips and stuff, and, and currently he does not want me to say where he is, but um, I know where he is. And he's using one of the tips we gave 
that is outside the box and on the show. So anybody could go do it. He he just did it, and it's working, and he's loving it. And it's the same crowds and everything. He He's just loving it. He's loving life. Well, he had a hell of a time, didn't he? Do what? He had a hell of a time. He had a worse than hell of a time. I mean, he's had he's had a horrible time, um, and and he's an older guy. You know, he's not he's not twenty five, and got all the energy in the world. And he kept going. He couldn't make a living somewhere else. No one would hire him. He bought a used cart, and it's not even a really good cart. And he 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 mentioned that on the show. He bought a used cart from another company, and it he's had problems with it, and he's kept going. When his wife told him to quit, be done, he kept going, and he kept going. He wasn't going to be a Walmart greeter for seven twenty-five an hour, and and he kept going. And now he's having anywhere between four hundred and a thousand dollar days. Can't beat that one. No, no. So, just made me feel good. I want to talk about. I don't. I'm going to look for our time here and see what we're looking at. Oh heck, I'm doing good. We got 30 minutes left. All right, let's see. We have. Um, you know, I told you we were going to talk about the the batshit crazy stuff that you get from health inspectors, and you will get it. It's going to happen. We have talked about this before, and I have a blog article that it's extensive, and it's called LearnHotDogs.com forward slash liar. So if you don't want to hear me rant here, you're welcome to go over there and, and read me ranting there. But the gist is, if someone tells you something, you do not always take their word for it. Don't always look, especially if it sounds wackadoo. There's a gentleman I'm working with right now, and his health inspector is giving him just maddening information, stuff that I'm going, what? We have carts in that state, uh, 30-something carts in his state, and they're, they're asking you for what? No, that's not in the code. I have a copy of their code. Why is she telling you this? Well, I don't want to start no problems with her, so I'm going to just do what she wants. And I said, well, what if she leaves? If she leaves today or two weeks from now or six months from now and you get a different one and that one tells you something different, what are you going to do then? Are you going to go, well, I'll just, I'll just fix it? Or are you going to finally look at the code and go, listen, you can't require this. You can't require I have this. This person told him um, that he had to, if he planned on serving 200 hot dogs in a day, he must have those already pre-cooked and heated before he brings them to the cart. He cannot heat them on the cart. They're already cooked. What's the point of the cart then? And what was he supposed to bring them in? A food-safe container. And said that he could not use the cooler on the cart for food. Uh, what... What did you want me to put in there? My napkins? Oh, another genius, huh? This, this is this is this is a health inspector who is either trying to prove something or has a self-esteem issue, and this is how she raises her self-esteem, or she's 
um, what do you call it? Um, it would be crazy. Well, yeah, yeah, that's a good one. But it's it's when you're intentionally ignorant, you're willfully ignorant. You choose to be ignorant. You go, you know what? We have these codes, but I'm not reading them. Even though I'm an inspector, the hell with reading them. And pissy way to, ugh. I don't, I don't like people like that. And I told him, I said, listen, I'll call her. You know, if you want me to, I will. And because at this point, he's kind of stuck. He's going, well, what, how am I going to do this? Well, I don't have the answer for you. I don't know how you're going to cook 200 hot dogs and have them already at 142, bring them to the cart, and hold them at that temperature. What would be the point? Wouldn't you have so much waste? What if you only sold 100 that day? You going to throw the other 100 away? It just doesn't even make sense. But you're going to get it. You're going to Is this my Carolinas? No. No. You're going to get inspectors who say um that and this comes a lot, especially in the spring when a lot of people are calling me. They'll go, my inspector said my cart had to be big enough, the sinks had to be big enough to submerge the largest pan on the cart. And I go, okay, well, the largest pan is 12 by 8 by 20, 12 inches wide and 20 inches long with a lip, so maybe a little more. You need a sink enough, big enough to submerge that. We are going to need roughly... Um, Six feet of sinks. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a lot of sinks, and that's why I called it a sink cart. You can't do that. And and people get worried. They go, well, I, I can't do it then if I can't do it. No, no, no. That's what a commissary is for. You're a mobile vendor. You're not a mobile kitchen. You're not a mobile um, dishwasher. Well, remember when we uh, I did the plan review on my cart? And my sinks were fine, three in a hand, and um, got there for the final inspection. They said, oh, your sinks are too small. Block the paperwork. Here's where you proved it, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, we know, but now they're too small. I'm like, well, what the hell am I going to do now? And what they wanted <laughs> was they wanted me to cover the sink with plexiglass and screw into the stainless steel countertops. And that's when I told them, no. The guy asked, what? I said, no. I said, you want me to cover my sinks? Screwing an impervious stainless steel countertop? I said, no. It's going to create a point of cross-contamination. So I'm not doing it. So you show me where it states in the SOPs I have to do this. He came back about 10 minutes later after talking to his supervisor. He said, well, we'll give you a waiver. And you can wash your wares at the uh, commissary. commissary. I said, okay. That we you want you to cover that. that. And I said, all right, well, I'll meet you halfway. I'll cover it with a piece of stainless. Put a 90 on the front of it and put Velcro behind it so I can pull that out. And clean under there, because I'm sure you're going to want me to clean under this, correct? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And that's how we got around it. But What a what a pile of crap, though, because you, you own your commissary. Yep. So, but, you know, and then... What, is that, have, what uh, is that, uh, what is that top on. supposed to do, discourage you from doing, Jason? I don't know. I, I just, you know... Look at my new truck. I mean, it's built in California for, uh, for the L.A. codes, which are way worse than here. It flies through L.A., and, you know, here it took me three months to get it through. 
<laughs> and when the guy stepped foot in my truck, honest to God, just like my trailer, if he was in there for a minute and 30 seconds, it'd be a long time. Really? Yeah. So in and out, and but they have something to say, and you've already met California's code. Yeah. Truck's made for L.A. code. It flies through L.A. Huh. Yep. Yeah, one of the strictest codes in the country. Yeah. Yep. Wow. So, you know, it happens all over. And, you know, remember that lady we were helping in the Carolinas? She had a food trailer. And that uh, health department told her that when she backs in at night, she has to unload her fridge and freezers in the trailer and take them into the restaurant. Yeah. And I yeah. said, why? And she said, well, if you lose power, you know, things go bad in the fridge and freezer. I said, well, um, stay with me here, honey. I said, uh, the trailer's plugged into the restaurant, right? She says, yeah. I said, so uh, if we remove everything from the trailer, fridge and freezer, and take it inside to a fridge and freezer, the trailer's out of power. Is it safe to say the restaurant's out of power? <laughs> and there was a silence. I said, so are we done with this crap or what? <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, okay, thank you. Have a good day. But, yeah. you know, these, these are the kind of, you know, mental midgets you're dealing with. It, it logic um, is just like a like an invisible bunny rabbit. They can't find it. Well, we have a caller. <laughs> we have a caller on the line. Caller area code four zero one. You're live on Hot Dog Vendor Radio and Street Food Vendor TV. Thanks for joining us. Hey, what's up, Ben? What's up, Jason? It's Rob. How are you doing, man? What's going on, bro? Uh, nothing but the rent, man. <laughs> I feel you, brother. Um, I just wanted to ask you a question, Ben. Um, I, I, spoke, I asked you this like probably like three months ago. Um, are you ever planning to do a video on like how to like set up for the day and like yes. what you uh, go what you go through like from the, the minute you show up at the um at the commissary loading up and then heading over your spot or whatever? I have, um, and it's one of those things that I need to do. One of the problems with doing it is everybody finds their own way. Everybody has a method to their madness. I'm going to have a method that may not be um, what someone else would want to use or that is efficient for someone else. I don't vend enough anymore to have a commissary, so I sneak it by. Um, I do have a commissary listed, but if I go to do a charity event tomorrow, I'm going to go out early in the morning and go to Sam's and pick up hot dogs and pick up my stuff and buns, and then I'm going to head out. But when I get done... I'm probably going to wash my pans at the house. And when I say probably, I mean most definitely. Um, Because I'm not going to go to the commissary because it it just, it would be a pain in the neck. I'd have to call, hey, Clint, is it okay if I come by? And he goes, which he'll be fine. He may go, you need to wait till 1130. We've had a busy day. You know, because I've always used a restaurant. And, well, if I'm tired at 5, I don't want to get back up and wash pans at 1130. 
Right. And so, so you can imagine how I handle that. Probably shouldn't say this on a video, but um, I'm probably not well, saying it's, it's hypothetical. <laughs> hypothetical, that's it. This is how not to do it. Right. Okay. <laughs> I, was just, I, I was just curious. I do, I, plan, I, I do plan on doing it. I do, and um, I just haven't done it. I need to do it. I've had opportunities to do it, and I've had opportunities to do it when I've been with other vendors. But I'm, I may get something done I, I, at some point. I don't know. I, right now I'm working on these all these new training videos that will be free on the website. Um, and right. and so I haven't – I really haven't done it. How's that for All right. I appreciate right after, it. Right after he charges his e-cigarette. Yeah, when yeah. he gets done charging, <laughs> I'll be on it. Yeah. Hey, well, thank you awesome. for calling in. All right. Appreciate it. You bet. Bye-bye. Caller area code 423. Is this um, Mr. Randy? Um, no, this isn't. Wow. Okay. Well, I messed up, but we have, we have somebody else with a four two three that calls a lot, and his name's Randy. If you didn't, if you didn't get, <laughs> how are you tonight? I'm good. How are you? Doing fantastic. Um, I have a question. Obviously, do I know you have a video that um that shows how to set up for major events? Right. We are just getting started. We are just in the process of getting licensed and permitted and all that. So we haven't even been out in the real world yet. Right. But we're getting ready for a major event that seats 160,000 people. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah. First, get a lobotomy. I'm sorry, what? I said first, get a lobotomy for even Uh considering doing an event that big. Yep. <laughs> you know what? I would. There is a gentleman that will probably help you. He's helped a couple other people that I've sent his way. If you want to email me, um, he does big events like that. In fact, he does events that are quarter million people, and okay. he make he makes a huge, huge amount of money in a, in a short amount of time, and he yeah. does it annually. This. This sounds that guy that does Bonnaroo? Um, no, no. Um, this is this is the guy in Texas. Okay. Um, if if you would like to email me, I'll email him your contact information and say, hey, if you've got time, um, and and see. But do you have some specific questions? Maybe we can answer here. And then if you need some detail, I've never ever done an event that large, so. I don't have the experience. Jason may, but no, not that our our main question is: How many hot dogs do we buy? <laughs> um, I'm we're figuring it seats one hundred and sixty thousand. Where we're potentially planning to be, we might see half of that as as walk through traffic. Um, maybe not even that. So we're thinking maybe sixty thousand as walk through traffic. Okay, maybe well, let me, of that will get business, maybe? Let me tell you what the person did at Bonnaroo in Tennessee here. They did, they worked out a deal with Cisco, 
and Cisco had a truck there, and they only paid for what they took out of the truck that day. So Cisco was already there for other vendors as well. So you told Cisco, hey, I'm going to need about 4,000 hot dogs, and Cisco has them there for you. And, but you don't buy them yet. You just buy them as you need them. Yep. And you don't have to worry about keeping them cold. But here's the thing on figuring the math. There's so many variables, and this works with small events too, is there's variables that like weather. Um, if something came up and there was bad weather, the crowds could be less. Michael Wood has been on the show and talked about a sh- you know some events he's done where the crowds didn't come and they lost money. So n- not any events like 150,000. The trick with Cisco or U.S. Foods or any of those people is you may be able to limit your risk. You're putting less of your risk and money out there. You still have to prepare, though. You still have to have chili. You still have to have buns. And But it's potent, there's potential for if Marita knows that you may buy 4,000 buns if they park the truck there, they may drop a truck. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, you know, I don't know if you're in a car or a trailer, but, you know, you also need to be able to heat volumes of water to get dogs hot Um And fast. You know, when you're talking serving, um, now, on the website, Michael goes through how to do those big events. In fact, he's got the whole article there with a layout, how he did it with two big, well, first first year he did it with one big dog cart. Now he does it with two. And he, he does the, he has a system that makes it work. But I've seen vendors boil water, just be boiling water off of those um, turkey fryers, kind of. And okay, some, yeah. of them, some of them have been in situations where I, I know of one. We did a, we did a, the neatest freaking deal for a, a, an auto manufacturer. We built a cart for an auto manufacturer for a Vegas auto show. And they, they served 50,000, I believe, hot dogs in one day off of a big dog. Well, all of them went off the big dog. But the big dog didn't cook a fraction of them. They had those big turkey fryers going with hot dogs boiling and behind a curtain, and they were bringing them out in pans and dumping them in the cart. Okay. So there's things like that to consider. Now, something else you'll want to do is do your, do your homework. Find out from other vendors who have been there in the past. Whoever's doing this, the director, the promoter, whoever it is managing this event, you will want to find out if they can put you in touch with some other vendors that are similar so that you can get a handle on how many vendors come, what are the selections, where are they putting you at the event. You know, if they put you next to the porta-potties and there's only three vendors, you can bet you'll, you're not going to do the business. We have a vendor that's been on the radio show before. They put him next to the porta-potties and his whole event sucked. Okay. And I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just telling you, if you do this homework up front, you're gonna, you're gonna, you have better chance of of succeeding, because sometimes these events are windfalls. You know, the lady that does the Rose Bowl parade, she does like thirty grand in a day, mm-hmm. and then she takes you know months off. So, you 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 have the potential to make that kind of money when you're talking 150,000 people. 
Did I, did that help at all? She passed yeah, up. Yeah, you, you gave us some <laughs> ideas that we didn't know to do, and we were we were kind of contemplating about four to six hundred hot dogs a day, but we may be way off the mark on that. Like I said, we are just getting started. There was times when Michael had um, had. I mean, I've got a picture on one of my brochures with him with like 400 people in line at one time. Okay. In line. And he was going so fast, they didn't care to stand there because the line moved so quick, they were constantly moving. So they didn't never felt like, oh, we're waiting. They're just walking. You can move the line quick. People, you know, don't mind it. I mean, that corporate job I did where we were feeding, you know, 400 and some, you know, I had my wife and somebody else, one of the guys putting two dogs in a boat and kind of separating the roles so that I could just, you know, literally as fast as I could go, grab the boat, slide two dogs in and pass it down. They came out the window. And Would we, you recommend um, just doing a basic, like, dog and the condiments and maybe some kraut, or if we have a specialty dog doing that, because it's going to slow us up if we have that. Well, all anything extra you do is going to slow you up, and Jason's going to give you input, too. I'm going off of what Thunder Dogs has shared with us before in his stuff. He was doing Chicago dogs, chili dogs. He was doing the works, but he had a system. He had people lined down a table who were dog preppers. And so his line kept moving. It, no one ever had to just stand and wait. So, yes, if you go with the minimum amount of um, options, but he wanted to have something unique, who can get a Chicago dog at a at a fair or at a at an event not many people can and so and he's got them there fresh authentic chicago dogs yes it's a lot of work but he rocked it i mean rocked it what do you have to say jason what what do you think the best bet is there especially a new vendor i mean as a new vendor i mean I, i think you're biting off a little bit much to chew um I mean, talk about a baptism by fire. I mean, <laughs> you know, you're you're going to need huge amounts of rolls, huge amounts of condiments, dogs. I'd say several turkey fryers going at one time, more propane. Um, I mean, just thinking about the volume of rolls there, what's your tow vehicle? How many boxes of rolls can you fit there? I mean, I use a box truck to tow the small trailer, and I mean, I've done events that aren't that big, and I've had to backfill boxes of rolls. Well, if she if she works it out with Cisco or one of the food suppliers to have a truck, she'll she'll have all that stuff handy. But it was, as a new vendor, you can set up with Cisco, though. Yeah, that that depends. Now she yeah. may be able to talk to him and go, "Listen, I know we're a new account. Um, we plan to do this much." They may, you know, it's really no risk to them. Yep. Um, yeah, but does it, you know, the Cisco house she's dealing with, do they have the stuff in that she needs? No, that I don't carry. It. That I don't know. She may have to go with a different food provider. You know, I've seen bread trucks at the big events before. You know, oh, yeah. the, the hot dog truck I have just gobs of, you know, like Marita. Are, are you doing drinks too? Because then you're talking about a yeah. lot of ice and what time of year and you know. Now I did yeah, a big event. I had an ice company set me an ice maker at the event and my event was nowhere near this big um but they set it there for three i think it was 300 bucks 
and and I just had to work out a deal to pay the electricity on it. But because I was pulling a gob, it was making me ice, and I had to run the white food-safe hose to it, and I had to do all that. I have seen vendors actually have a propane company come and set a tank and then bury, shallow bury, a line from the tank to the cart. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the ice companies will leave you a pup trailer, you know, the trailer that runs, you know, on freezer plates and, you know, bagged ice inside it, and I'll stay for the day without an issue. Our yeah. Space, our, our space is going to be pretty limited where we're going, um, very limited. So I don't know if pulling a trailer in there is going to be even an option for us. Well, here's well, something. It might not be next to you, but, you know, across the parking lot somewhere, you know. If the, okay. if the event, though, is um, if you're not worried about making 20 grand, you could always just take what you want, take 500 hot dogs and the supplies for 500, and call it a day when you sell out. Congratulate okay. yourself. Go have a beer. Think of me. Have a swig of Jim Beam. Well, you're not that far down the road from us. If you wanted to come and visit, you could. <laughs> what, what I know, I know four two. I mean, we used to be four two three here, but where, um, where, what area are you in? Uh, we're up in Jump City. Okay. Well, maybe if you end up doing this, maybe I'll come up and um, help y'all for part of the day. Okay. That's close enough that um, it wouldn't be a big deal. Oh, yeah. that's just over the next. Yeah, it's the next holler down. <laughs> She, she knows what a holler is, don't you? I do know what a holler is. That's right. Um, so, and this is actually um, maybe a four-day event. Um, with with two of those days, we're expecting to be a big day, big days. So we'll be well, out there you, over the long haul. If you will email me the details, and if you if you wouldn't care that come i may plan it and and come and i may even bring my wife and we'll just both help you my husband and i i would see about okay. getting I, i'd see about going to the school and talking to if you have a votech you know the vocational programs at the high schools and see yeah. if they will i know we do here in severeville but if you if you talk to them and say, listen, do you have a business class you'd like for them to get some experience? We're running a, a huge event, and we can pay them a little bit. They'll probably jump all over it and send you free employees. Okay. Because it's an experience. It's something that they'll probably never do again, but it's a neat experience. They'll get to you know, see how, how the world works and, and that people work for a living. Um, it's, okay. just a, it's just a thought, but... Um, you do have that. You are taking on a big one. I would find out how many vendors are going to be there. You know, if they tell you six hundred vendors, then I'd go. Hmm, I made sell a hundred hot dogs. If they tell you sixty vendors, then you're probably more in line. If they tell you less than sixty, on one hundred fifty thousand people, um, you're probably going to sell out quick if you just do a small amount. You know, if you bring five six hundred hot dogs. Well, five hundred dollars, three hours, and we're talking about fifteen hundred bucks. Heck yeah, still a good day. I'd still go celebrate. I'm just saying, don't 
don't think that you have to make it work so that you have a Rose Bowl parade type deal. All right, well, we'll email you the information. I think that'll help you a bunch understand where we're at with this. Um, and if you and your wife decide to come up, we will certainly take care of the beans for you. <laughs> well, we'll um, we'll we'll um, we may do it. Um, I'll um, just email me over Ben at Ben'sCarts dot com, and I'll um, I may try to plan that in. That that kind of be fun. Um, we'll okay. film part of it. Yeah, it's a fun event. <laughs> I'll, I'll look forward to hearing about it. Thank you so much. And um, it, as you get closer to it, um, if you have other questions, let us know. Tony, how far away is the event now? Um, it's probably about 20 minutes. No, he means no, um, no. date-wise. Date-wise. Oh, it's in March. Middle of March. All right. Well, before we go, I would definitely say you need to reach out to your food supplier, your bread, ice, you know, get all your ducks in a row. You know, and see if it's all feasible. You know, would they drop a truck there and let it run? So you got a fridge. Right. You know, can they get you cases of this and boxes of that? Make sure your ice guy is capable of, you know, being there. If you're going to sell drinks, make sure your soda guy, you know, same kind of thing. Uh, or if they can be on call, you know, and you can have a runner that runs down to another parking lot. Even if, you know, you said space was tight. Well, what if you have a guy in a car that runs, you know, even a mile away to where your stuff's parked, you know, it beats being we out of it. We discussed that today, having somebody running for us. Yep. It would be so hard to get in and out of the traffic there that that having somebody run for us we thought would be a good idea. And, I mean, being new, I would definitely also recommend putting the condiments away from where you're serving, you know, further down. Okay. Let people dress their own. It's going to be a little messy and, yeah, it might cost you a little bit more money, but just for sanity and, and speed of serving, um, you know, I'd move them down. I'd probably serve on wax sheets, too. I don't even think I'd serve on boats. Well, I, I don't serve on boats now. I serve on um, foil. Yeah, but even foil is expensive, man. I just yeah. use small wax sheets. That way you can kind of roll the dog, hand it, and then they can go down, unwrap it. And Yeah, know. yeah. They, you're talking about a third of the price of foil. You can do the wax sheets. Okay. Well, yeah, so just some just some things to think about, you know. Um, but you do have okay. enough time that you can pull it off, you know. The way you were talking, I thought it might be like the end of this month or something. <laughs> no, no, we're just like you said, we're just trying to get our ducks in a row and. and well, you're doing it the right way. You want to yep. start early. Yeah, because this is a big deal. Yeah, and if and you, you'll you'll be able to find the the event manager and find out if they they already have a food truck that they know of that comes every year, and then you just contact them and say, hey, I'm a new vendor going to be there. I may need you know 1,500 rolls okay. for this day, and they can tell you how that works. It's kind of just like a consignment. Yeah, because like even your roll guy, I mean, they they'd need a pretty big heads up just to make sure. If they're used to you buying 100 rolls a day and you drop on them, you need 2,000 for that day. <laughs> that's not something you can drop on them the night before the event, like when you normally place your roller. I mean, that's something you need to talk to them a month ahead of time. We, know, anyway. Here in Tennessee, we don't have roll guys. We we go to um, – we get Sarah Lee. I get Sarah Lee from 
Sam's, but some people go to Flowers in Knoxville, and they'll, you know, that's a huge bakery. It's like Merida. And okay. just pick them up. Well, I thank you All for right. asking. Um, I'm sure that will help other people, too. All right. Well, thank you for your time and your help. It's been a big help. You bet. You bet. Yeah, I'll be looking for your email. You have a good night. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. I extended the show a little bit because we had another caller on, area code 301. I'm sorry you had to wait so long, um, but welcome to the show. Oh, hey, how you doing, Ben and Jason? It's Jimmy the Hot Dog Man. Wow. How how cold did it get up in your neck of the woods about a week ago? Uh, minus 15, and uh, I was going to go out, but it was just too windy. The wind was 30 to 50 miles an hour. You couldn't have beat me out. Well, I went out the Monday before that, and it was like uh, 16 degrees, and I had about 50 customers. So they get hungry, and they don't want to travel too far in, in the uh, cold weather. I do this from my office, which is a little building and the show. And my office doesn't have heat, so I have these little floor heaters, these little tiny $20 heaters, two of them. And they keep it nice and warm. I mean, even at 20 degrees outside, it keeps the room warm. Um, the, The night that it dropped, I left a Diet Pepsi full one in the corner that wouldn't fit in the fridge. It froze overnight in my office. Yeah, that's funny because I keep my drinks in the van for the next day. I load up like the night for tomorrow. And right. one of the cans busted open. Luckily, it was water and not Coke, so I had to bring everything in the house to keep it warm. You know, I don't have a storage facility. I have a, sh- uh, a storage for my cart and all that because I live in a townhouse. But um, Right. That's why I'm trying to be like Jason, upgrade to a, a enclosed cart so I can do the winters up here because it's uh, lucrative enough to invest in something like that. But you have, you know, you can get out the elements. You don't have to worry about when it rains, and especially the wind. The wind is my worst enemy because when it rains, I can use a tent. Right. But when that wind gets to blowing, it eats uh, eight, eight to ten up that day, as a matter of fact, that Monday. So I yeah. had to go tentless and without an umbrella, hoping the health department didn't come around. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way to do it like that. The Those are conditions that I call vacation days, and I stay home and play um, Call of Duty on the Xbox. Yeah, I do. If you, if you remember, I used to do an uh, enclosed cart, man. Make sure you get yourself an RV on and put on it. Um, you know, they'll run you about six, $800 at an RV place and have it put on, but I'll tell you what makes a huge difference even on hot days for your customers just to be able to get out of the sun for a couple minutes light rain light snow um you know best thing i could ever put on the cart i agree so right jason i got a tent a commercial tent um that has the awning that comes out on top and also comes with a little um slide thing on the front where you can put your banner in for your name and your business nice tent it's worth the investment heavy duty uh canvas uh extra sturdy um, you know, legs. So you're right. Protecting your cusp, they really like that. Oh yeah, it makes a huge difference. People getting out of their car on a bad day. Right. Yeah, and they like to come stand in the tent and chat with you while it's raining and stuff like that. So you know, you're building customer rapport and all that. Yeah, you know, people just come back just because of the friendliness and the customer service. You know, they necessarily don't want a hot dog. How did your winter go, Jimmy? Uh, it's uh, I got that one 
car dealership where I go three days a week in a flea market on Saturday, and uh, you know it's weather weather permitting, so flea market got canceled because of rain yesterday and ice on Friday morning. So it's been slow. Uh, profits go down a little bit. Of course, you know your expense and cold weather is propane, and that cost of that goes up. But fortunately, I got a supplier that fills fill, uh, charges you by the, the volume they've put in your tank, and not per tank like Home Depot and uh, Walmart. Right. So, right. so I save money on that, and uh, you know, there's, there's ways to manipulate it. Um, what saved me is that uh, I got that uh, sizzle cue. I forgot who what vendor told me about the sizzle cue you can get at Sam's to put on the grill. Oh, yeah. And I do burgers with that. So the burgers are a big hit. And I went in and bought that pre-cooked bacon and stored it on the grill for a hot minute and charged a dollar more for bacon burgers. So those are just my did you, sales. Did you, did you hear about the thing we were talking about tonight um, with the the burgers that are shaped like a hot dog? No, I didn't. I just came in on the last 10 minutes hearing a conversation with the uh, lady getting ready to do the big event. You know, I had experience with that thanks to Jason gave me the uh, canine show in Mount Airy. Right. And I used a turkey fryer and had, you know, 100 hot dogs in a big, you know, kettle, a big pot in the turkey fryer. And just, you know, the other thing I did was limit myself down to just two types of dogs. I don't try to do the same variety I do when I've been regularly, you know, like sausages and and uh, Polish dogs and all that. I just do a small and a giant, you know, a jumbo dog. And like Jason said, you put the condiments as far as away and let them do as much self-service as they can, and it keeps the line moving, you know. Right. But, well, like that canine for me, that's going to get even bigger this year. Yeah, she said that she wanted both of us there, so. Yeah, well, nah, that's going to be you, brother. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, I'll be ready for it. I learned a lot in the last two seasons as a vendor, and, you know, experience is a very, very valuable asset to have. And, you, you know you're welcome up here over the winter. You want to come up and play seven days a week, man. <laughs> you say come up and got, play got, or work? Which one is it? I played with this one time at a, uh, fan, uh, not fantasy football, but a, a, a football camp, NFL put on that we did down in Baltimore, and Jimmy came over and hung out for the day with us with uh, Jim Silverman from – Indiana Beef and stuff, and a bunch of NFL coaches and players. That's oh, yeah, because awesome. you did the one down here at the high school uh, two summers ago. Yeah, with Moise Foku. <laughs> it was with yeah. the Eagles, yeah. Yeah, so, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. going to come up and play in the big truck or, you know, hang out at the ski resort all day and see what kind of chaos ensues there. Yeah, ideally. You know, Ben, I was going to ask you if you, you ever wanted to step up your game and offer two things. I've been wanting to ask this question for a long time, and I was just wondering, maybe I can tickle your fancy with it. Um, have you ever thought about doing an NSF cart? And I know you don't like NSF as far as what they, you know, stand for as, as the vendors, but just to offer maybe for $1,000 more a optional NFS cart already certified the vendors that just have a problem with health departments. Like there's three health departments in this in state of Maryland that just give you hell if you don't have an NSF card. And uh, matter of fact, they won't even let you vend there. And uh, the other thing was an enclosed card. Have you thought about doing a small enclosed card, maybe like a well last week, last week I announced, you know, we're, we're moving into a bigger building, and we've already started. In fact, I've got two quotes going right now for customers and so we can do enclosed trailers now, um, and 
So if you if you end up needing a enclosed trailer, um, let me quote you on one, Jimmy. And um, well, yeah, I'll get with you privately and let you know what you need because I'm looking to add a deep fryer and a Taylor ice cream machine to mine. All right. So but, you know, I, uh, check out a couple online. There's some nice I don't ones. I think that NSF could technically be on anything with a vent. They can't. They they technically it's in, it's in their own rules and regs from NSF. Yeah, it's and and that's the problem with NSF is that they are out for the money. They're going to go after the money either way, um, and so they'll take the money from the dealers. There's two manufacturers that I know of that offer NSF carts, Dream Makers and Willie Dogs, which now it's you know Willie Dogs America has American Dreams. Um, uh, in the all American, all American hot dog carts out of Miami. When they mm-hmm. went bankrupt, Willie Dogs bought them, and he put the NSF thing over there. The they you can't if that if vehicle if it's a vehicle, they don't approve it. They can't certify it, but but they will for about thirty grand. Thirty grand, yep. wow, that's That'd be like the, the DMV saying, "Jimmy, uh, to get your driver's license, sorry, but you can't drive that Ford. You got to drive a Chevy." You know? Yeah, I know. I mean, ben and I went around and around with this. At <laughs> we did. I remember. County. And then, yeah, you know, he emailed me all kinds of stuff that I could show to him and all that. And they played so much hardball. The only thing I could do was go to the uh, the, the uh, what's the lawyer. Institute for Justice. Yep. Institute for Justice and, and you know, <clears throat> try to get them to fight it for me. But then the Ocean City thing is what threw me. That was the one I told you about, Ben. You gave me that one, Jason, uh, that uh, uh, rock concert they had for three days at a farm. Yeah. And that's the one I told you, Ben, that they didn't, they wouldn't allow you to bring food in there. You had to buy it in the county unless it was on a refrigerated truck that was running all the time and it had right. to be an NSF and all that. It was just so much hogwash with that. Well, ask, but, ask, ask Jason if his truck is NSF. I mean, no, his food, his I food truck so. no, it's, it's not. They can't, they don't do trucks. Yeah, you, um, you can't. They they yeah, don't they do can't it. Do that. They can't do it with a food truck, but a but a hot dog cart. It's they a, consider is, that if it's a push cart, a true push cart, you know, is not licensed or legal for the road. Then exactly. they can do those. But see, up here, what I get them on, and they can't stand me because you know at the commissary they'll try and say, "Oh, your refrigerator has to be NSF." I said, "No, it has to be NSF or equivalent. So it can be CE from Canada. It can be UL." You know, and that drives them nuts. But you just yeah, have well, to, here's what I, and can't. Yeah, but like in North Carolina, they have you have the FDA Chapter Four too. So, and that requires no certification. And hmm. so, it. I mean, that's the that's the federal government's division, and ours exceed those codes. And so, yeah. I I don't run into it enough. For, to make an NSF cart. Um, plus, if I did, I would go through CE or I'd go to UL. Yep. I don't like them at all. Right, right, well, yeah, I knew that. The thing that kills me is, like, you know, the, the health department will try and tell you, no, Ben, you have to have this freezer. It's got to be an NSF. Well, there's always two models of the same freezer, NSF and non. And the only damn difference is a sticker for $1,000 more. 
Right. right. There's a guy right now that needs a fridge in California, and it need, he needs a portable fridge. Well, they don't make really a portable fridge that's NSF, so he's having to get a wine refrigerator, a wine cooler, they call it, um, for 1400 bucks that'll hold two gallons of milk total. It's useless to him, but he's got to have it with him. Wow. Man. Yeah, well, I, you know, I even threw at him that all my serving equipment and utensils with uh, NSF stamp right on it. The pans, the, you know, the utensils right. and everything I serve and prepare the food on. And, you know, they said, well, you can't do business in our county unless you can prove it's NSF. And, you know, I send them all the material you send them. But, like I say, that's a fight for another day. I mean, I'm trying to move I'm up with anyway. You. I, I'm with you. You know, I, I, I don't feel like haggling when I can do business in other counties. You know, now, if that was my only stick, stick you know, then I would have to fight them on that. Well, but, I know of no, um, no, I don't think, and you, I'm, I, I'm almost 99.9% sure, when you go looking for hot dog trailers, or hot dog carts, I mean, um, or trucks, enclosed trailers. There is no NSF anything. What you have is you have to use NSF or equivalent stuff. So if you buy a deep fryer, it's got to be a commercial deep fryer with the NSF label or the UL label. Right. Or it's just got to be a, what, ANSI 4? Right, right, FDA 4. Built to the standards or exceeds. Right, but some states may come in your trailer and go, well, I need to... I need to see where this was tested. Um, and I don't know how you would get that done because you can't just go to NSF and say, hey, I need this tested for my health department. That doesn't work like that. You fill out a lot yeah, of forms, you I'll pay them right a lot here. of money, and they've yeah, got a, a lot of time and, and months. Yep. They want so, you to think you're getting your money's worth. Yeah. yeah. Just a quick tip for the lady doing that big event. You know, the one thing I can think of that would help her in her, I don't know what size space she has, usually a 10 by 15, 10 by 20, and the bigger the space, the more rent, you know, the more fee they charge. But one option is, you know, my bread supplier is HS Bakeries, which is big in the Baltimore, Maryland area. And I'll call him. i got to report with him because he delivers to the dollar stores. They do McDonald's dollar stores in a lot of places. And when I have a big event, I'll call him the week before and let him know how much I need, and he'll deliver it to the store, and they'll hold it for me. But what one right. thing she can do is go to U-Haul and get one of those small enclosed trailers for nineteen ninety nine a day and get it the day before and stock it and pull it right behind her vending spot. And then she'll have a trailer on site that's small enough that won't, you know, uh, probably get in the way because I've found once you get in the event, it's hard to get in and out to get supplies even across to a parking okay. lot. On that same you know, note, you could go to U-Haul and just go to a Econo Line van and tow your trailer with that. Yeah, you could do that, too. Either way, you know, you want something big enough where you can store a 1,000 rolls and, you know, uh, you know, 20 cases of Coke and, you know, all your, your dry supplies, extra ketchup and all that, and that way it's right there with the door open or, you know, you can just go back and forth and, and like you said, Jason, just have your line ready, you know, your people ready, have an assembly line going so people can keep the uh, dogs moving, you know. Um, right. Just have one person handling the money and taking the orders and, and, you know, one person doing the dogs and, and just keep that turkey fryer stocked and keep transferring them into the, you know, that worked for me many a times. And, um, you know, but the one thing you did tell her was great advice is just do it ahead. And the other thing I tell her is just do a mock mock run. Set up your people, set up your stand, you know, and then have a rehearsal 
where you can see how everybody's going to function. Right. Instead of waiting for the day of the event, that way you know who's going to do what, who's in charge of what, because a lot of times you get a little confusion about who's supposed to do what. And uh, one thing you don't want to do is slow the line down, because as you guys said before, it's how many dogs you can get in the customer's hand, you know, per per minute. <laughs> per second, or how many dogs you can do in a minute getting across the table. So, um, yeah. Hopefully this year I can call, give you a call, man, and get that card. Now, what kind of enclosed carts are you doing? I mean, are they the size Any, of the big dog, or they're big? I mean, um, we'll do we'll do I, anything I you want. You if you get too narrow and too tall, you have a wind issue, right? Because um, it has to be wide enough. But Jason can tell you what it's like working in a small one, or Brian Shores can tell you. Um, it's hard to work out of a small you know trailer, so you may want to. Um, you you may want to consider a larger one, but it, I it, mean I, I would recommend anything smaller than six by ten. Plan on doing yeah, a, and a thirty-six inch grill. I mean, you know, Jimmy's been in my trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I was in your trailer. What size is that? Is that a six by ten? Six by ten. Yeah. So nothing smaller than now, that. But now, if you stepped into my truck now, I mean, it's like night and day. I mean, I can have four people running on a truck. Ben and I could pass each other in between the. You know, the, the walkway there where in the trailer, man, sometimes, you know, me and my skinny wife will get stuck between the counter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I eventually want to get to that phase, but it's one step at a time. There, and, you know, we're working a winery or something, and we move the wrong way and get stuck, you know. <laughs> yeah. Talk about that. Yeah, another, <laughs> speaking about winery, that's another thing I was going to look into getting a beer and light wine uh, license, but it seems to be in Maryland that uh, you have to have an establishment to work out if you're going to be mobile. You just can't have a mobile unit that has just beer. You may want you know? to partner with someone, um, a, you know, partner with an IPA, partner with a, you know, in a small independent brewery and or even a, a small liquor store something like that, and partner with them only on the alcohol. Check into uh, catering, Jimmy, and see if they offer it for caterers. Okay. That's a good idea. Yeah, it is, and I like the other one, too. You partner with the uh, liquor store or wholesale supplier under their license and be a a mobile unit for them and, you know, just get an agreement to buy their beer and wine from them. Because I know a lot of my customers, you know, bachelor parties and, and stuff like that, you know, they want beer there. Right. And I just can't do that. So, you know, but that would enhance just my make sure, Just make sure if you venture into that, you wind up getting the right insurance so that you're covered. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot. The reg, regulations are uh, thick as a, a encyclopedia. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it's something <laughs> that has to be studied and, you know, because you got to, you know, not only check IDs, but you got to make sure the area is this and that, and you know, you you know, you got to learn all their their laws regarding serving and you know, controlling the public, and it's just a mess. I looked into it. It can be a hassle. Well, Jimmy, I appreciate you calling in. We're going to wrap it up. Um, okay. we, I, I'm glad I got to hear from you this year. I hadn't heard from you since last year. Yeah, Happy New Year to you guys, too. I just forgot to mention, mention that. And, yeah, you know, those year-round vendors out there, you know, keep at it, man. You know, people that love dogs, they'll be faithful. Well, well Jimmy, call me, call me if you want to come up and play. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, did you ever solve that issue you had needing somebody to work? You had so much business last year or this winter? Yeah, we. Uh, I'm running um, one, two, three. I'm running like four full timers now, and I don't know eight part timers. Wow. Yeah, that's why I need a ski resort, man. <laughs> I'll tell you. Well, I mean, I'm I'm working on some other stuff where we're doing uh, with the guys in the commissary. We're working on rotations through industrial parks and uh, working on taking on events where we bring in all of us so that we're surrounded with each other so that we know what we're doing, who's got what, nobody's screwing each other. And there's a, there's yeah. a lot of things we're working on for spring that we'll talk about, you know, down the road on some shows. That's awesome. Yeah, it is. We're basically trying to control a lot of these bigger events up here so that it's the group that we work with from our commissary. We know each other. We refer jobs in-house to each other. If I can't cover something, I send it over to Ben. Ben can't do it. He sends it to you, you know, and it works. And, um, you know, it's a way to kind of control the events so that you're not getting screwed all the time. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm still uh, interviewing uh, Ben on what your um, the one big thing, trying to get some candidates lined up for the summer. Awesome, awesome! <laughs> I can't wait to see see you do that. The um, yeah. I know some other vendors are doing it. One sent me pictures, um, and so it's working. What I want to do, I want to get it implemented. I mean, especially at this free market, it's ninety about ninety percent. Hispanic customers and vendors down there. And so, you know, just interviewing a couple of young ladies that speak both languages very well, put them out front, and I'll let you know. I'll give you an update. All right. Awesome. Well, thank you, Jimmy. Hope you have a good one and um, come back. I will. Jason here. Same team. Jason, have a good one. Thank you. Have a good one, Ben. Go get some sleep. See you guys. See you. Happy New Year. Hot Dog Vendor Radio was brought to you by BenCharts.com and the hot dog answer man himself, Mr. Ben Wilson. Also by the letter H and the number one. Tune in next week for the very best hot dog vendor information money can't buy on HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio.